0: Hey guys, what's happening? Welcome back to the Create Me podcast. This is going to be episode 84 and it's with local artist Elaine Thompson from Junction Arts. Had a really cool conversation with Elaine at the United Room Studio Space. So I hope you guys enjoy and I'll catch up with you soon. All right, bye for now. Hi Elaine, how's it going?
1: I'm fine,
0: thank you. Good, I know, um, just to give the listeners a little bit of context, like, um, you, were, you didn't remember <laughs> me when I messaged you, but I remember you did a talk at the um, Slack programme when I was on in 2016, mm-hmm. and and that's when, you know, you had the Shop Junction Arts, and, yeah. you know, so I really, I really liked your talk, and I thought, like, I didn't know, I saw you come on Instagram, I was like, oh, I've been better, so I got in touch. So thank you for coming on the podcast. Thanks for asking. (laughs) Yeah, no worries. And, you know, just for the listeners, can you just give them a little bit of a a background of yourself and what you do?
1: Um, Well, now I've just started getting back into my own creative practice, which is mainly printmaking and drawing, Mm -hmm. but um, for the last 11 years previous to this, um, I had a gallery called Junction Arts mm-hmm. um, that was also a picture framer. Um, that started um, because I felt like I wanted a creative space that was really open and um, was affordable art for folk that's doing anything from jewellery to painting to ceramics and everything in between. Um, but I kind of took a Decided to take a break from that and really wanted to start focusing on my own work again. Mm-hmm. So that's currently what I'm doing now. So yeah. <laughs> Just kind of getting back into it.
0: And correct me if I'm wrong, but did you study at Graze? No, it was uh, Duncan you... of Jones. Oh, OK. To... right, Yeah. And yeah. Uh, how, how did that kind of like your creative journey, how did that kind of all kick off and start for you? Um,
1: well, right from a very young age, the only thing me and my sister, I've got twin, identical twin sisters. <laughs> so mm-hmm. me and my sister was just creative right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Any birthday, Christmases, it was like colouring books stitching. Right. <laughs> were very easy to buy things oh, for okay. because it was everything was just creative mm. so I've been creative like for the word go kind of really um, and just if anybody asked them what you're going to be I would have been like artist <laughs> I didn't even know what that meant but that's just what I wanted to be mm. um, so it was just it was like I was just on this path for the very beginning that my goal was to get to art school mm. and it just never changed or something and then it was funny because once you were at art school you were kind of like oh right, what now? <laughs> oh right, because what, what do you do now kind of thing? And then um, went through art school, the process of that in Dundee and loved it, absolutely loved it. And I did um, my first year, which was a bit of everything and then chose to go into printmaking. Um, and then from when we graduated again, it was kind of like, right, where now kind of thing? Like, what do I do now? Because I wanted to keep going with my creative practice. Yeah. Um, but wasn't really sure at that point, I mean, that was... I graduated in two thousand and three. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if art schools are slightly evolving a wee bit, but at that stage there wasn't really any guidance on where to take your practice, how to really? go oh. to galleries, okay. how to approach galleries. I think with like one business talk or something, mm-hmm. the whole four years you were there. So you kinda of left going, Oh right. <laughs> what, <laughs> what do you do now? now? Yeah. So um so yeah, so I ended up leaving Dundee and coming home mm-hmm. because I had then, my then partner and my husband was at home and came to Aberdeen because I'm originally from like more Fraserburgh in of direction mm-hmm. and I didn't what to go right home because up in our little corner sadly there's near a lot of cultural stuff on the go okay. so I says, right I'm not moving home home but I'll mm-hmm. come to Aberdeen because at least there's a bit more scope here um, but in the beginning it was quite hard because being in Dundee for four years I didn't really know any other creatives here didn't really know where folk, where to find the creatives, what folk were doing, like which galleries to approach, like things like that, but through NEOS I kind of found my feet, the North East Studios, yeah. so I kind of met um, Gabby, Reith and Phil Thompson through that and they were a great support in the beginning and stuff and kind of met them and then did a bit of NEOS and found a gallery through that that let me exhibit my work and just started meeting other creatives like slowly and stuff and started Mm. volunteering at Peacocks as well actually because of printmaking and so I was using the facilities but we'd volunteer and get free sessions so it was really handy that you'd get to do that as well so I started doing my work there Mm. meeting some other folk and stuff and it just kind of rolled for there, and obviously, I had to just get any old job. <laughs> like, I worked in a shoe shop for a start, <laughs> um, and worked in a coffee shop in the art gallery, thinking mm. that I could maybe get a foot in the art gallery oh. door. But that didn't really happen. But um, I always had the thought that I wanted to have an art gallery or just a kind of creative space myself. And it took probably for graduating about five years to get to that point. Okay. Um, just developing like business plans and ideas and mm-hmm. how it was going to be and what was going to happen and stuff and finally just by accident I came across the property and phoned the landlord and it was just like snowballed it was like once I made that phone call it's
0: it just kicked off everything yeah. that just was it it was uh, kind of like
1: I started something that can be stopped or something mm-hmm. but I was kind of in the right position the job I had been in before was with a um, charity called Turning Point Scotland <laughs> And they were a mental health charity and I run the framing workshop.
0: That used to be at the... Just, uh, it's in Holborn Street, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. It's,
1: um, like, that building was two parts, like a craft workshop that sold our crafts in the shop. So there was a shop at the front as well and then we were like behind the shop so mm. you could order your framing and then we were in the little workshop behind. So it was like a work enterprise kind of thing. So I worked in there for two years which was actually great because then going from that into my retail space i kind of nicked a lot of their ways of working like how to stock sheet stuff and with the framing how to do the customer records and origin and then i would loads of contacts with the suppliers of the framing stuff so it kind of it was really good actually being mm-hmm. there first and i enjoyed my time there as well it was a really good kind of for coming to art school and stuff and having like shoe shop jobs and whatever mm-hmm pictures and I was because it was actually a really decent job as okay. well like I really enjoyed it and um, so it was good and met like good folk through that as well and um, and then it was in 2009 or 2008 when uh, mm-hmm. that I finally the shop opened okay and then that was me for the next like 10 years no. and <laughs> <So>, all
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that was the working that turning point was a natural transition that you're saying for mm-hmm. you so you thought those skills that you learned through that job Definitely helped you with setting up and establishing your own business.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. It just because I'd always worked in retail anyway, like mm-hmm. came through union stuff. Like I've always didn't work. We either hospitality or retail as you do, like just to have extra money or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I kind of obviously had a retail background and stuff, but being in that business was more like how a small business would run mm-hmm. because I was the workshop coordinator. Like I did have to order all this. The materials and the stock and the and rearrange the shop and do the cashing up and all this kind of stuff. So um I think it was like definitely if I'd went I nearly went straight into the shop, like and I, I was at this stage before getting that job that I was ready to go and the job came up and I was like, this looks really good and I applied for it thinking, if I get it, I'll do the job. Yeah. But if I didn't I'll keep going with my plan mm-hmm. and I got the job. I was really surprised actually. <laughs> I was like Oh my God. So I was really chuffed that I got it and then ended up in it for two years. So it was fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. And for you then when once you kind of started um junction arts, how did that kind of how did you kind of start? I guess in was that the period still where social media was still people weren't as on it as as they are now? Definitely. Yeah, so yeah. how did you kind of like draw like the customers to your like shop then? Uh, with difficulty
1: (laughs) Um, it took probably I would say a good three to four years to really build up a reputation and and folk to know what you were and who you were and like want to come like uh, definitely um, for the first three years I just had the retail space Mm. Um, and it wasn't a problem getting artists and creatives to come into this shop because Mm. obviously any creative like is desperate to get an actual outlet for showing your work and stuff so that was really good and I felt always really proud of the folk that I, sh- that I showed like really good quality kind of stuff and that wasn't a problem but it was just letting people know you were there was really mm-hmm. difficult at times you tried the kind of thing that was back in the day when you would do like the leaflet drop through folks letterboxes oh, yeah. Yeah. and stuff, <laughs> yeah. like in the area to try and get them to know but the, Facebook was like pretty bigger if ever mm-hmm. still but and that was really good for if you had like an event or or just to put on exhibitions and stuff you would put that on Facebook and everything so there wasn't no so much here Insta and Twitter and all that but definitely Facebook was invaluable at that time and a website I suppose was more used than it is now mm-hmm. so you just kind of worked through that and then it just got to be like word of mouth and stuff I suppose and um, after year three it was kind of a make or break it was either we close because I was making no money mm-hmm. Or because I'd been in the framing background, I knew it took in money, I was like, or I start framing. So I ended up going like, right, let's try and go for it and start a framing so it can support the creative side of things. Mm -hmm. And luckily it worked. Like it was great. It was just Mm -hmm. I needed that service or something to get people in Mm -hmm. and then allow us to have the money to keep the creative side of the business going. And um, so it was good after that. It kind of that was it, like sorted. I think I was it was year five until I got my first official member of staff though. Oh, okay. So it was hard going. Like I used to call it my little prison sometimes because I just literally never left. Uh, yeah,
0: from the early start, late finish. Yeah,
1: it was, it was okay. it was like five days a week. So I set my hours from the beginning, it was like Monday to Saturday, and five, and I set my hours, t- I think it was 10 till like half five or six on a Thursday. So. so it wasn't like really bad. I had my two days free, mm-hmm. but it just, I had nobody else so oh. even a wedding or something you were invited to you'd be like oh my god which <laughs> friend am I going to pick to try and be here so I can get one day off or something and my poor husband got no holidays ever because oh. I didn't get holidays so um, so yeah it was quite a hard graph in the beginning mm-hmm. but once I started I could afford to get staff yeah. um, it was i become easier like things started getting a bit easier could get a Saturday off a month and things like this and then for there it was kind of good like it was easier like I didn't have the wolves at my door constantly Mm -hmm. because the framing was keeping things going and stuff got a really good reputation for that and everything and it became like much better and stuff but after having my little one three years ago it started me questioning things because then that got tricky more because I could be there 24-7 before him but after him not so much the case so if staff needed holidays and things you're like then it was a oh god I need like a week a babysitter so I can be there and how to do this and organise that and and I felt like I didn't have the same time to dedicate to the mm-hmm. business which was I didn't want the business getting to the point that maybe um, I couldn't, didn't have the time to always search for the new artists the new makers um, and then it started kind of dwindling mm-hmm. and getting to a place that folk weren't even wanting to come because it was in the what it was no oh, that right. arts is not the same anymore oh, <laughs> like I, I didn't want it to get to that point yeah. so I had to mark it took maybe a year and a half two years to make the decision mm. to close Um, for me more than anything and it was really really hard because I thought yeah. it was more because you're like I'm closing a business that's working it felt like yeah I'm off in my head like some folk there' was so much folk doing about me at that time like being forced to shut and I was making the decision to close and and it was going well and I'm like my God, but I had to for me, and I also felt like it was the right time for me to kind of start focusing on my work again, because I hadn't done that for so long, mm. and I just thought, right, it's time for a new chapter, kind of thing, and yeah.
0: took the leap. <laughs> I say, cause I think, you know, when you when you relate about, you know, you having your first child, I definitely think when you, like, your family expands, mm-hmm. it changes in a really dramatic, but really good way, mm-hmm. you start to kind of, like, process and kind of reevaluate. Yes. what's the priority and what's really important mm-hmm. here you know so yeah, definitely. I, I can imagine that is it all equally when you're something that you create it's like your little baby well I right? said uh, Junction
1: Arts was my first baby yeah. my real actual <laughs> first baby and then I was like now I have an actual real life one mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and it was really hard marking the decision mm-hmm. between letting go of that first team because I'd worked so hard on it Mm -hmm. but that's why in the new business or my creative stuff I've kept the brand in Junction Arts because it felt really stupid to waste that because I've already got like the website and Facebook followers and stuff and I kind of again felt like there's so much small businesses out there creatively that have like a a name such like say Gabby Reith Small mm-hmm. Stories or uh, Laura's Juniper you know, Practicing like you've got a name so I was like well Junction mm-hmm. Arts can just become me mm-hmm. rather than an umbrella for everybody else you'd have, to was be a, you'd
0: have to be in a central focus place you can mm-hmm. be online you know yeah.
1: yeah and it just and I think it's worked because like straight away when I changed things to like I've been slowly phasing out the old shop look mm-hmm. and phasing in the new stuff and it's been great because instantly, like, folks being able to see that on Facebook and stuff. So, And then I had never actually ever had an Instagram account before. Um, I had one for me, but I think I was, like, three posts on it or something. <laughs> and my sister used to always say, she was like, oh, my God, you're a visual business. Why have you not got Instagram? Yeah. And I was like, I know. <laughs> so I was like, right, I'm going to... That's quite good that I could start that fresh as yeah. me, Junction Arts, and the shop was never, ever involved in it. Um, so that was quite good. To, so I feel like that was... A nice kind of little transition as yeah. well. So.
0: so, you've gone back into printmaking and I've mean, been kind of following your Instagram stuff, yeah. so some like risographs and stuff like that. Yes. So, how's that kind of um, journey going into now actually creating for yourself and how's that kind of feel at the moment? It feels great. Like, I
1: feel like I'm back in an environment I really missed and loved. And when I'm in Peacocks, so I think I don't want to go. <laughs> like, some days I'll, you'll do stuff a lot faster than I thought and I'll like, be there two hours and I'm like, oh, I paid four hours parking. <laughs> I don't want to leave now. <laughs> Because I just like the environment of being in a at kind of creative space and stuff, so it's like been going really well. And half of my sad because um obviously I'm sitting here and we have another child, mm-hmm. and I'm sad because I'm like oh no I'm just kind of get back into that again, and I feel like I'll be out of the game again for like another like year or something mm-hmm. because then I'll have this other baby to focus <laughs> on instead. And I'm like oh no, but um so kind of so it's been really good, but I've kind of. Set myself the goal of of getting rid of all shop gallery stuff, mm-hmm. getting it all in place that it's now me, getting to a point that once I am ready to come back to it again, it's just there, ready to go. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to get kind of finished work kind of created as well. So that because I knew it would be so hard to come back to like nothing. Mm-hmm. So if I've got pieces that are made, then I can go right, I've got something physical here that I can work with. And then it might maybe be such a hard transition to kind of get going again once mm-hmm. I'm ready. So yeah. <laughs>
0: that's the plan. And, and for you, you must have noticed a lot of changes in the terms of like the kind of creativity, art and culture in Aberdeen mm-hmm. over the years since you kind of moved back up from Dundee and then obviously mm-hmm. had a little bit of break when your child came along and stuff. So what's your kind of take on all these changes happening in Aberdeen at the moment? I think it's
1: great. Mm-hmm. Like I do feel like definitely like Luke Again was a vital big mm-hmm. thing to start um, because that just felt like there was actually like a decent art festival kind of going on. And then for the new art, obviously came in as well. I just think that's absolutely brilliant because even more new, <coughs> new art can be, anybody can look at the images for new art. You have can have no art bra- background at all and still look at something, whatever it is on a wall, whatever and I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's maybe opened up art to the city a wee bit more to folk that just had never really thought about it or considered it before Mm -hmm. so that's brilliant and then even like spectra um is another thing and stuff and i feel like there because there's a great underground art scene in aberdeen but you do need some kind of commercial things going on as well just sort of draws in more people to be noticing it and interested in maybe the other stuff that's going on and even like etsy fairs and everything because etsy is obviously like such a um commercial platform really because it's a online selling thing but to have the local fairs and everything as well yeah. is another just great platform for folk to actually be selling face to
0: face yeah absolutely stuff, I've done about three Etsy fairs now and I definitely agree I like, you know, just had the experience that Someone comes and maybe follows online, but I know I do a podcast as well, not just kind of the merch kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, I just want to meet you in person. So I kind of like that engagement bit yeah. as well, because all the online stuff is cool, but I like the reality of actually speaking to someone face-to-face. Actually, that's
1: probably one of the things I miss most about the gallery, is just chatting like as artists and makers and stuff would come in with their work obviously then I'm getting to meet them and mm-hmm. stuff and having relationships with them which a lot of them became friends mm-hmm. after 10 years and stuff so and even customers or some regular customers pretty much became friends as well and now I just see a lot of them and you're like oh I missed that so. as <laughs> and then um, just getting to see folks so it has some it's sometimes been a little bit isolating but then yeah. that's why I like going to Peacocks and stuff yeah. because like I know folk there anyway so mm. it's kind of nice to go and have a little chat <laughs> yeah. while you're there at the same time as doing some work and stuff so mm. so you just kind of try and do it through that way so.
0: <laughs> Yeah, so like, you know you know, baby's due in, was it March?
1: End, right. of the, end of March, yeah <laughs> End of
0: March, so not far away Yeah as well. So you, you know, so when baby comes along, obviously that's going to be like your main focus have mm. so you been kind of like quietly kind of thinking about okay when I come back this is what I'm planning to do I mean, is there any kind of things that you've really wanted to actually any kind of new practices that you want to kind of take on for yourself?
1: I'm not sure but I definitely I'm open to doing different like maybe workshops and stuff of mm-hmm. things that I've needed before like actually the risograph I hadn't even heard of that before mm-hmm. and then I just saw the workshop pop up um, on Peacock's Facebook or whatever mm-hmm. and I thought I'll just go give it a go because I was just you know, a screen printer yeah Um, and had always been screen printing it's drawing and screen printing is like my two main passions and then I thought I'll just go to this class and see what, what it's like and what it is because also I'm very much a traditionalist with art as well like I like the physical having a piece of paper and drawing rather than maybe like iPads and whatever like I still like to physically be handling what I'm making kind of thing um, so I wasn't sure if I'd like the rise of stuff because I thought, oh, it just looks like a big photocopier. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. And then actually now I'm like, I, I, I still take my drawings and I do scan them rather than do anything off the computer because okay. I'm not brilliant at computers anyway. But So I do have yeah, this stuff from the machine, like the bed of the machine. Mm-hmm. And it still feels very much like screen print because of how... But it's just a vet much faster process. So I really loved it. I was totally hooked right away. And also because I've got so little time because I'm normally otherwise with a toddler, it's great if you've just got, like, a four-hour slot I can yeah. just, like, get in and you can actually create stuff really quickly. So it was brilliant. So I'm open to trying new things. I was... There was... um well actually there's a there's a new little shop opened in a creative space opened in um, Maud a village Mm -hmm. about maybe like half an hour from Aberdeen um, that I actually know quite well because my husband's family's all from there and stuff and I know the artist it's Jane Keenan that's opened it Um, what was it called? Well, at the moment she was still figuring out oh, names okay. of But I think it's going to be Jane Keenan Design oh. at Hendersons because it used to be a shoe shop called Hendersons, oh. <laughs> and that's there's a creative link to that as well. But um, um, yeah, she was doing a screen printing class, but it was tabletop screen printing, oh, which okay. I'd never done. Like I've yeah. always, obviously, at art school and at Peacock, she used mm. the big beds and everything. But I was like, actually, I've never just done tabletop stuff and exposing mm. it with like natural light and all yeah. this so I was considering doing even things like that it's more I can do the work from home kind of mm-hmm. thing rather than maybe I was having to go to premises or, or oh, workshop yeah. okay. so if I can find out ways of doing it at home mm-hmm. as well that would be good yeah. but um and also I love doing life drawing so I've Wanting to maybe try and do more life drawing classes and stuff, just so you feel like you're, just to get creative juices flowing. As yeah, as well. it's kind of keeping so, your
0: mind freshness. Yeah, keep you know keep them going. I know Maud very well. He's living in New Deer.
1: Oh, did you? Yeah. No <laughs> well, way. I first
0: moved, moved from London, moved up to New Deer. That'd I got laughed at. My, yeah, I, moved, <laughs> well, I got laughed at my mother-in-law. Cause I was like, "Where's all the streetlights?" You know, yeah. city folk. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was a really nice, really nice area. I like it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So no, it's so, a, yeah. So, no, I'm open to trying new things. Because I did, um actually, about a year and a half ago, a print workshop yeah. um at Oriel Art. But it was um, printing... It was, like, eco-printing. So you, like, took leaves and collected all this oh, stuff. Okay. And then you'd put it in a steamer and a press. And then it was, like, all the... Um, dyes or all the colour and you, uh, the foliage went into paper and oh, it was amazing actually the fit you got from it like yeah. it was like a leaf was like in the paper <laughs> but it was beautiful yeah. and then you could use that to then draw on and stuff so it's kind of like I'm still always like really like I, I just love printmaking so it still was another form of printmaking but it's finding like other ways of doing it and small scale ways of doing it and yeah. quicker ways and whatever so mm. so yeah but I think it, definitely I'm always gonna be stuck with it or drawn to the printmaking side of things. So, <laughs> so that's just what I love. I wouldn't mind getting into doing products as well. Like Because okay. um, obviously from having the gallery and the retail side of it, that's you certainly sold much more like cards and gifts and whatever than mm. an art framed artwork off the wall. So if I was thought I wouldn't mind and I'm my work's really illustrative as well. So I think it could suit like you're on some kind of products my sister actually she's a textile and knitter okay. maker like she does all that and then um, you sell her stuff and so she's sees my work and she just instantly can see it as pattern and stuff mm-hmm. so even thinking about how we, we could collaborate and she oh, would maybe cool. take my images yeah. um, and maybe turn it into textiles and then she would map the products because she maps her own bags and purses and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff and knit and everything so that's something we're like hmm, should we should be trying to do that in the future yeah. kind of thing and um, Cause she she works um, and we well she works with brewdog but also works with in business candy coated so mm-hmm. we're like could we because we have collabed in the past before from mm-hmm. I used to uh, my life drawing stuff um I did a lot of images of females and stuff just to, uh, like the fashion mags and stuff because it was at the time I couldn't get life models and stuff so I would just buy like your kind of mirror, higher end magazines like Dazed and Confused and stuff and mm-hmm. the models are a bit like broke down <laughs> and stuff which I love like mirror their shapes and everything and she took those images and put them onto handbags and we kind of oh, sold them okay. together so we did one show where I had my artwork above it and then she had the handbags ha- hanging below it kind of mm-hmm. thing so we have kind of done a little club before <laughs> oh, that's cool so we're kind of thinking, could we do that again? <laughs> yeah,
0: that sounds like a really good So, It obviously sounds like you've got still things bubbling over. Yeah, definitely. I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah. We're, like I was saying, we've both always been so involved in creative stuff that it'll never leave us. It's just yeah. now we're getting the time between families and jobs and all in life, like, yeah. doing it
0: so. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's absolutely finding the time and prioritising the time as well yeah. but no I wish you all the best of luck obviously when baby comes arrives as well before <laughs> we finish up though could you let the <laughs> listeners know where they can find you like online
1: um, well you would fi- if you'd search for Junction Arts like you, that's where you'd mi- mainly find me so Instagram mm-hmm. it's Junction Arts as well um, I've got a website which still is there mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of like just got a good bit of little info about the new work and um i've got a little history about like the shot going from gallery to this and stuff so that's just www.junction-arch.co.uk and a facebook as well so it's basically if you search for junction Arts, you should be able to find me
0: awesome but no elaine thank you for coming on mm-hmm. the podcast i really appreciate it as well so hope you guys enjoyed and we'll catch up you soon Bye, right, bye for now so yeah I really enjoyed my conversation with Elaine Um, thank you Elaine for coming on the podcast and sharing your story with us so guys be sure to check out the links in the episode description to see what Elaine's been up to with Junction Arts over the years and yeah moving forward a few more chats coming up here and there have a really cool chat to share soon actually um, with creative chit chat Dundee um, with Ryan McLeod I went down to Dundee did a little podcast exchange with him so I'm really looking forward to sharing that episode with you guys so keep um, your eyes and ears appealed for that I'm going to drop soon and also you know once again if you want to support the podcast be sure to pick up the Dean you can check out pick up the Dean at the Etsy shop at pick up the Dean and also on Instagram as well so yeah I'll catch up with you guys soon alright take care for now